Yeah. RJ, um, last year, gifted um, our family a air fryer. That air fryer is currently right there in his house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it re-gifted or what happened to it? No, no. He, he just was like, you need an air fryer. Okay. And then all of a sudden, Amazon just showed up with an air fryer at my door uh-huh. a few, few days later. Because that is what he did. But how did it end up here? Uh, oh, th- this, this is where the story is going. Sorry, I, ju- I, I should know better. <laughs> it's a bad pod. <laughs> um, and um, so it was, you know, I plugged it in and it was sitting. I took out our toaster oven and like shoved it off to the side and put put it in its place. And then we kind of looked at it for a little while and Robin and I were looking at each other and looking at it. We're like, what do we, what do, we do with this thing? And I'm like, I don't know. So Robin goes to the socials I was just like, if anybody has any recipes and, you know, things to cook up in an air fryer, let us know. And then people sent in a few things here and there or whatever. I went back to work and RJ goes, tell your wife, it's just, you just use it like you would use a regular oven. And then and I said, that would require knowledge on how to use a regular oven. <laughs> <laughs> so I stand by my wife asking how to use this fucking thing. Hello. This is a sort of dish that I would look at. I'm like, mm, there's probably mushrooms in this, and there's not, because he asked. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good. I was gonna say sprinkle, but I was trying to find a better word than sprinkle. What's a better word than sprinkle when you hold something? It's kind of a sprinkle garnishment. I mean, it's a sprinkle, right? Kind of a sprinkle. Hold it up high above the plate there and do a little with your fingers. Yeah, it's like an anti pinch. It's like. Because you pinch and then and then you release the pinch mm-hmm. of whatever you're doing into the land of but this is a this food. is a flowery kind of you didn't you know what I mean it's a I think it's a sprinkle Johnny I think it's a sprinkle I don't I don't like I, it. I think you're gonna have to go with sprinkle I don't like it a dusting a dusting, dusting is not bad yeah a dusting of parsley no that was basil oh basil 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 um dig in boys. Well, but what? But what am I <laughs> digging? digging <laughs> what am I digging into, RJ? Mm, uh, it. Cold weather comfort food. Oh, sure yeah. is meat and potatoes. It is rolls, beef tips, <clears throat> mashed taters, <clears throat> and homemade rolls. Yum 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 yum. Let's talk sauce on the beef tips. Yes, it's organic, farm raised, cultivated, and curated. <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> um, all I did was. Uh, Took, uh, oh yeah, took top sirloin steak, cubed it, seasoned it with salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, uh, hot paprika, gochu, gochugang, sorry, gochukoru. Gochu go to me. Yeah. Um, and some thyme. Uh, and, and, uh, dusted it with flour, uh, seared it off. Sorry, I'm giving you the recipe. No, this is good because what what's funny about this is that you started that huge sentence with "all I did was." Yeah, 
Yeah. That's pretty much every time, though, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's super simple. Super simple. Just four days to like, you know, three days ago, you have to keep watching. Went to the market and I went to the back around the kitchen. Yeah. Super simple. Just diced up my own cow. Anyway, browned that off. Got some good fond in the bottom of the pan. I'm fond of fond. I'm fond of fond too. I'm fond of fonda as well. Um, and then uh, sautéed uh, medium yellow onion and eight cloves of garlic with some fresh thyme. Threw in some tomato paste. Uh, let that cook for like four minutes. Let it get good and caramelized. Deglazed with that small bottle of champagne from the dressing room. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Let that reduce down. Happy and then, New Year, everybody. Yeah. Let that reduce down, then put my uh, meat back in there, covered it with uh, beef stock, and let it simmer. And that's what you got. Unbelievable. I, I'm going to do... It's delicious. We talked about this, I don't know if it was last week, or we, we talk about it often, right? But I'm going to do the move where do you, because you ask, right, do you taste everything individually first? And whatever? I'm going to do the move where I go a little bit of everything in the same bite. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sans roll, I'll, I'll I'll hit the roll with the butter in a it second. It is a good sandwich though, too. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. go a little potato, a little sauce, and a little beef tip, yes. all in the same bite. That is the way to do it. It is a perfectly composed bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right. it's a different experience both ways. Mm-hmm. I tried both Absolutely. ways. I hit a beef tip by itself, you know, but then when you add the the texture of the potato and the, you know, that's that's a different idea. That's, that's, that's the way good. I want it, yeah. The beef tip and the gravy, um, it's a little um, forceful in its flavoring. Got a little itself. bite. Not, 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 not like a hot bite, but it's no, got, no, no. It definitely got a seasoned bite. Too. Yes, definitely a seasoned it's bite. It's seasoned forward. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> well played. It's salt forward, too. Yeah. It's going it's it's to... Not a lot of salt. No, that's yeah. the weird thing. It's, but then you add the potatoes in there and it just evens everything out. Uh-huh. It does. It does have a little heat on it, though. Mm-hmm. That's he- the gochugoru. The gochugoru. Mm-hmm. I love uh, that cartoon. Korea, it's great. Korean chili pepper. Oh, Korean chili pepper. Now it makes sense. But the potatoes kind of cut that a little bit off of the back mm-hmm. end. When I mean, you have it by itself, oh, it's good. And it's a complete mouthfeel too. Yeah. You know. Very tender. That's the best thing about beef tips is you don't have to. Cook them low and slow like a pot roast mm. because it's already a very tender meat. Mm-hmm. So total cooking time on this is an hour and a half. Great. And that includes the 25 minutes it takes to brown off all the meat in the beginning. So here is the biggest hint I can give anybody who has an air fryer. Buy yourself a can of spray oil. Be it olive oil, avocado oil, what have you. Because, yeah, the misnomer is air fryer. Oh, I'm going to fry with air. Mm. No, you're going to bake things with high heat and air circulating around. Yeah, it'll give you a, you know, if you're putting French fries right. or something in there, it'll give you a crisp that the normal oven probably doesn't. But it doesn't. won't give you that French fry satisfaction. Right. So what I do is I put my French fries on the water grate that comes with it. And I spritz oil over the top, and then I lift it up and spritz it onto the bottom. And it's it's literally a quarter teaspoon of oil, if that. Yeah. And that gives them the crispy, crunchy, and the outside where the salt will stick to it. But that's with anything you fry, whether it be a chicken nugget or what have you. It's a great device if you know how to use it. Mm-hmm. We have the kind that looks like a like an egg. Mm-hmm. And it's got the... <clears throat> It's got the basket that you pull out, you know. Mm-hmm. We use I we use it for everything. The kids heat up stuff in it. 
I cook vegetables in it. I, I cook a steak in it. The only thing that I'm not crazy about is cooking chicken in it. I mm-hmm. feel like it dries it out. But Jess brines the chicken before she does it. A bunch of water and kosher salt and everything. It tends to hold the moisture a little this bit This one has a rotisserie in it. However... For as small as it is, I can't think of any bird other than the yeah. Cornish hen that you go to rotisserie. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I love doing vegetables in this. Like, if you want to roast vegetables, like, oh, yeah. I'll roast regular potatoes instead of throwing in a, heating up the big old oven. Mm-hmm. But also, I came across a roasty recipe, roasted potato recipe, that I had never done before. I'd always heard tail. But I was like, I want, because say what you will about the Brits, they can do a roast potato like no other. And one of our old performers at the chicken packing plant, her mother-in-law, who was British, taught me once how to do it. And I lost it. I did it once, I think, and then I lost it. <clears throat> and then I saw a stupid TikTok or Instagram thing on perfect roasty potatoes, which is you parboil them. Parboil them? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Uh, stick them in, in boiling water, the chunks of potato in boiling water, for about... Five, six minutes, so they're not cooked all the way through. Partially boiled. Yeah, parboil. It, it, parboil stands for partial boil? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's what it stands for. It that's does. how I remember it, yeah. though. You, you, so you're just, you're just taking off one syllable from the word in order to... Shilly, yeah. two. Partial boil, partially boil, okay. Yeah. Whatever. All right. All right, continue. I'm yeah. sorry. And then you take those and <laughs> let them sit on the counter and get completely air dry. And then you uh, use whatever fat you want to use. Um, roll them in that, throw them in a high oven. <laughs> all you have to do is. All you have to do is. <laughs> <laughs> it's and so then simple. bow and pray to Satan <laughs> that your food comes out good. No. That's the way to do it, though. Yeah. I, I do, well, same thing. Would you, would you also call that blanching? Yes. Well, yeah. differently. I mean, I blanch green beans yeah. or broccoli or something blanching before you roast it. Blanching usually lasts less than a minute. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually, <clears throat> but yeah, if you're doing if you're doing veg like for a stir fry or anything, and you, in order to get the vegetable done, but still have that crunch to it, you're gonna have to stir fry it for a fuck of a long time. But right. if you blanch it for thirty seconds to it beforehand, all you have to do is get in there and get it hot, and it's done. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of blanching. I'm also a big fan of Dorothying too. <laughs> I'm rosing. <laughs> but wait, did we figure out how? The toaster slash oh uh, I, I, air fryer got back here rather than sure. at your house. So you're staring at it. You go online. You're looking for recipes. Yeah. All we were doing was making toast with it. Great. Basically, right. uh-huh. and 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 it's and it's making toast in that thing is putting the toast in, turning three knobs, waiting for it, and then like, it, then all of a sudden the. I've got burnt toast for some reason because I did it fucking wrong somehow. And then I called RJ and said, I'm coming over with the gift that you give you gave me and giving it back to you. And that's how it ended up here. <laughs> and I threw away my air fryer and installed that beauty. And then we went back online and ordered another toaster oven where it, it pops the toast from the top mm-hmm. and has also a door in the front. Mm-hmm. And we're we're back we're back to ghetto. Is it a four slot or a two slot? Easy. <laughs> uh, it is a one long slot. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh. Unless you use like Dave's Killer Bread or any of the artisan breads that are longer pieces of bread. You can only do one piece of toast at a time, which is okay if you only want to eat one piece of toast. But Can you, can you do a full bagel? 
two halves of a bagel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, does, it, does it have a bagel setting? Oh, it's pretty big. Yeah, you like, might be able to get two slices in there. Eighteen inches ish. Depends on how deep it goes. Yes. Yeah, All right, guys. Does it have a bagel setting? A, a bagel. A bagel button. A bagel button. Yeah. You know, a bagel button. <laughs> Don't touch my bagel button. Yeah, bagel button only cooks to one side. Heats up. Yeah, heats oh. up. I think if I feel like it starts on two sides and then boom yeah. gets rid of the bottom oh. one, so it just gets a little bit warm on the bottom, but then toasts smart. The, the, yeah, the, the middle part. No, I don't think ours is that smart. No. And the way you can do oh, here's your hack for that. Yeah. Do the bagel setting, flip it a middle side down instead of middle side up and mm-hmm. then use that for a sandwich that way it's crispy on the outside of the bagel but Shit. then soft enough to hold your condiments on the inside I of do bagel. that when I do my, my tuna sandwiches because I like a toasted inside oh, so yeah. I'll toast the one side of the bread put the goodies on the inside so it's soft on the outside crunch on the you inside you like to toast it on the inside for a tuna fish sandwich pork because uh, I like the crunch on the inside but I like to be able to soft, soft bite into the soft bread I see. I see. Yeah. But I, and I don't. I don't put like lettuce or anything on my. So I, I, unless I put potato chips on a sandwich, that's right. not the only crunch right, I'm right, gonna right, get. Right. I, I like that. I You're like basically that. air blanching the, <laughs> the, air bread. the bread. I'm parboiling. Par toasting. Par toasting. Here we go. Another. If you have an older, <laughs> an older uh, toaster, you can, it's also a great, great way to make a grilled cheese. Aha. Uh-huh. You toast your bread on one side, and then you put your slices of American cheese on it, one in each layer. Put it in again, pull it out, squeeze it together, you're done. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or if you if, if all you have is an iron, that's what's one of the old tropes, right? That is, oh, that is from making um, a grilled cheese oh, with yeah. an Mr. iron. Mr. Mom. There that is. Michael yeah, Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Michael that's, Keaton. Michael yeah. Keaton. That's the, Terry Gar. Oh, yeah. Such a good movie. Really Such a good movie. movie. There are movies I think that um, some of them hold up. You know, from your childhood, some of them you like just because you saw them when you were twelve and you were figuring out what your sense of humor was or whatever. But Mr. Mom, I think, holds up nice. When was the last time you saw Mr. Mom? I don't. I mean, we revisited at some point, probably as the kids were coming online, to where you can kind of watch movies and enjoy them with your kids, and not everything has to be. Sure. There's that great age where, whatever it is, you know, thing one and thing two were, let's say. 9 and 12 or something like that, you know, or 10 and 13, where you can watch real, I mean, I almost said adult movies, not exactly like that, not those adult movies, but grown-up movies, good quality movies. Back to the Future. Yes, Back to the The Future. The Deer Hunter. Exactly, (laughs) right? Goodfellas. I do remember watching Goodfellas for the first time with, with, with Thing One. Oh my gosh, it was so great. But anyway, I don't know, probably... So all that being said, maybe, I don't know, seven years ago or nine years ago or something, but still pretty good. There are movies, though, I mean, obviously some movies don't hold up, but some of them surprise me. We went back and revisited not too long ago, just maybe a few years ago, Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's not a good movie, Mm -hmm. but I remember just the phenomenon Mm -hmm. of Ghostbusters. And, you know, the effects are okay, and you you don't expect the CGI to hold up and, and all of that kind of stuff or even the practical effects but there are some parts in that movie where it is slow mm-hmm. you know yeah. and you're sitting there with now again old man Miles but the kids these days and kind of the tempo that they're used to and you know I'm whatever it is but a good story is still a good story and a good you know dialogue is still a good dialogue and a, a good scene or whatever but 
some of I just remember thinking that one in particular. Even me watching it, going like, "Huh, still, it's still great." You know, the the library scene at the beginning when they're chasing oh, yeah. him down, and I've been slimed, and all the it's the effects are really cheesy, but the pacing of it and, and some of the dialogue of it is a little bit like, mm, "Okay, it's feel, it feels a little manufactured," you know. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to kind of not only revisit it when you're a little bit older, but then also think. Man, when I was their age, this just was blowing people's minds. Yeah. And now kind of how far things have come. You know what I mean? How, Say what how you much will. More we've it's developed. Still better than the remake. Oh. I mean, it's still better. Yeah, I mean, it's still better Although than the Although the newest them. one I was the, gonna say which remake? The well the remake with the The girls? Yes. The women, the female cast. And I although I did enjoy what's his bucket. I didn't see that one. Um like who's the hunk? Thor? Mm, uh 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 Chris something? Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah. Hemsworth. He plays dumb so well. It's fantastic. Aren't there two Hemsworths? Yeah. There's Liam and Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just Chris. Liam's, Chris is Liam, Yeah, Liam's Westworld. Who's he in Westworld? He was the head of security. That's a Hemsworth? Yeah. I guess I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, a few years ago, I ran into, I was just like, I forgot where I was. I think I was on tour so many years ago. And I was like looking for something on Netflix, and I found the pilot episode of The Incredible Hulk oh. from like 74? 70, yeah, the television something? show, yes. The Incredible Hulk, Bill Bixby, Lee, Lou Ferrigno, Lou Ferrigno, yeah. Um, I almost said, I almost said Lee Majors, Lee Majors, went, no, not no, Lee Majors. That's a, a different show. Yeah, I was like, oh, I want to see that. You want to talk about fucking slow moving? Oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the director was just like, all right, Bill. Go like way out there and just walk toward the camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna like, go find an old empty country road. <laughs> yeah, and you're coming to town to bring trouble. Okay, walk slower, mm-hmm. Bill. We have this piece of music. We need you to time it too. <laughs> yeah, right. Can you listen? We got this. This is the music. Too. This is the music from the suicide prevention hotline. So, <laughs> can you please? Uh, what was it? What was what? I'm trying to, I'm looking at the, the song. Another year. Nadia's theme is the name 77. of the song. Oh, God, right. Nadia's theme. You know how I know that? Did you have to learn it on piano? I did not. Did okay. you date a Nadia? Huh? Did you date a Nadia? <laughs> My mother's name is Nadia. That's oh, <laughs> oh, the shudder. <laughs> My mother's uh, name is Nadia, and she's pretty much deaf, hard of hearing deaf, as is Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. So they're probably related. Probably. And then we went to see a play in Chicago with featuring Lou Ferrigno in it. And we met Lou Ferrigno afterwards. My mom was just aglow for, for weeks after meeting. I just f- saw him. Uh, he was in the. Uh, he's still going. He's in the offer. Yeah, that's what I was just, Yeah, he's in yeah, the offer. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was so good in it. He's great. Doesn't he have kind of a weird speech impediment? A little thing? bit because he's deaf. Yeah. You know, cause he, can he shake it in the play? What did he play in the play? Can Do you remember? He played a goon. Can he shake it? I mean, I mean, can he? Is he a good actor? Can he pass? I'm saying, can he get? Can uh, can he get past? Can the, he get a little? Can he get past that? Can you uh, get past it? The uh, the 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 speech, the speech impediment. The the the, the speech <laughs> impediment. Just like him. <laughs> Best Lou Ferrigno I've heard. Um, he's great in it, and he has to pl- And so he plays a goon, but they need an actor. They lost. They lost one of their goon actors. Yeah, and so. They tap him to come in to like kind of read for it, and he's trying, and he's really not doing well. Yeah, so I can't. It, I, I don't know how to memorize. I can't memorize. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. So this is a situation where it's Lou Ferrigno playing Lou Ferrigno auditioning to be 
in a. It's the play it's Lou Ferrigno play. playing it's, a goon. This is the mousetrap. Yeah, it's the mousetrap plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. And he's great. Yeah, he's very endearing, and it's 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 well, well done. Um, do you remember the Electric Company? Of course, sure. Hey, you, you guys. Do you remember the two characters who did that? That was one word with two syllables. And Shh. The, it. Shit. <laughs> Name those two actors. Oh, don't know. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I feel like I know this. So seventies. I do know that Morgan Freeman was on the Electric Company. Is he one of the actors he that did that? Actors. Oh, early, Mo- yeah, early Morgan Freeman, uh-huh. and then is it a female or a male? Female hooker with a heart of gold. A hooker with the heart of gold. Jodie Foster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rita yeah. Moreno. Rita oh, Moreno. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the Electric Company was the jam. It's amazing mm-hmm. how many big time actors now got their start in podunk things. Yeah. Like Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. His first video project? Uh, another children's show. Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse, yes. Well, not quite a children's show. Yeah. I mean, craziness. That's right. Phil Hartman? Phil Hartman also. Yeah. On Pee Wee's Playhouse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The mailman? No. No. No, he's a sea, like, he was like a salty sea captain. He was captain. a sea captain, yeah. Yeah, that's right. RJ, what is in the bottle before me? You I found kind of that fancy when I was cleaning shelves. That is the last, the absolute last of the hooch I made in 2007. You made hooch in 2007? I set up a still in San Francisco and oh. made hooch in 2007. Now, I believe is, okay, question. We'll get there. Don't interrupt me, Jimmy. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> have you, you don't have to confirm or deny this, but have you since 2007 made hooch? No. Okay. So then what I'm going to say is I have had this hooch before. Huh. Yeah, at a party in, in Colorado. That is right. <laughs> oh. Uh, RJ showed up at the arcade. Yep. We went to Colorado for yes. an event that will not be named, <laughs> shall not be mentioned. Uh yeah, and you had a, th- a thermos of one a of these bottles thermos filled with this <laughs> that uh, that everybody shared. Yeah, so. and it was a good night. Well, I'm gonna go to it. Yeah, it's a fancy I, decanter. I'm usually it's not. A, I'm a, usually not drinking, but I'm gonna drink a canter. And you're more than welcome to add rocks to it, but I want you to taste it. No, I'm just gonna taste it straight. Wow. Since 2007. Mm-hmm. And this is the last of it. That is the absolute last of it. And you want us to finish it? Yeah. You sure? I'm positive because I think I'm going to set up another still. Yeah. He does it every 15 years. Yeah. Like clockwork. Well, down the hatch. Cheers, big ears. Got a good nose. You got a good nose. I mean, that is good. Yeah. That is so smooth. Yeah, it is really smooth. So it was cast. Uh, I mean, I made notes of vanilla and caramel, if I do say so. That's all from the barrel. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was made um, in a copper still and then stored in a little uh, bung barrel. Not a bung barrel. What's it called? I love that. Bung barrel. It is called a bung. It's not a bung because the bung is the stopper you put in. Yeah, it is. It's a small. It was. It's a. Uh, you know what the hole's <laughs> called that you put the stopper in? Stop. Bung hole. Bung hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was in a 1.5 liter cask forever. And then I decanted it from the cask because the cask was drying out in the Vegas heat. Mm-hmm. Ah, right. And no matter how much liquid you have inside, it still dries the fucker out. Shit. 
and it was just deteriorating. So I, I, that's when I put it into thermos like that and that decanter, and then I took the thermos to Colorado, which I put in my carry, not my carry on, my, my stowed baggage. Yeah. And I was surprised that it made I it. I remember being surprised that you got a thermos full of hooch to Colorado. Yeah. But I did, I did care. I did uh, check baggage because I had to bring clown makeup. I used to have one of those, right. I used to have one of those little uh, wooden oak barrels that you can pour your own Mm -hmm. stuff into, you know, and it comes with a little, you know, little thing and a little hole and you plug it up and a little thing. But yes, in the Vegas heat, if you, if you weren't diligent about, even with, even if you didn't have anything in it, you were supposed to soak it in water once every, I don't know how often and it would dry out. And then the little metal rings that were holding the little barrel together would, would kind of get loose yeah. and fall off. And yeah, I found that I did some research on it cause I was like, if I ever make it again, especially here in Vegas, how do I keep that from happening? Mm-hmm. Because I noticed that the, the manufacturers here in Vegas, they don't cask their hooch. Hmm. It's, it's all done with flavorings and in stainless steel. That's why it's so medicinal. Like at uh, Lost Spirits. Yeah. Um, and one of the guys was like, he does it and he makes uh, illegal hooch in the Middle East. Mm. And he bought a refrigerator and set up a humidifier in it. Mm-hmm. And he keeps the cask in there. And mm. it's always at a con- constant temperature and a constant humidity level. And it, yeah. Right. So if I do that, that's what I'll have to do. You have to hermetically seal a room in your house here to like, and then. Or just buy another, uh, buy a booze fridge. Wait, don't you have a fridge out on the porch already? That's well, the meat. Kind of, that's the meat fridge, though. Well, there's got to be room for some hooch in the meat fridge. And probably. There's a leg of. Uh, there's still a leg of. Uh, of ham? What's her name? Oh yeah. <laughs> what's her name? Nadia. <laughs> oh. R.I.P. Oh man, that's dark. <laughs> um, hey guys. Hey Jimmy. We we had a poll that we ran oh, last week. Right. We did. Remember right. that? Mm-hmm. And the results are in. How many How many voters did we get, by the way? Okay. I think, I think it's 20-something. In, in the early okay. 20s, I think. Now, I will say this. I think that we may have had more voters if we had let the poll go for 24 hours. Maybe. That might have been our mistake. It was 24 hours. I said if we'd have let it, it go longer. longer. More, more than 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know how many yeah. people. Well, we have a lot of people that I probably listen right away. But 24 votes. Yeah, okay. It's that's, that's, a, pretty, to be honest, that's a vote an hour. To be honest with you, that's more than I thought we would have. All right. I joke yeah. about seven, but it, 24 is more people than I, that I thought. I was really happy when I checked it because um, uh, Junkies was in the lead, but it had three votes. Oh. Though there were uh, three votes total. No. Like, God damn it. No, no, no. Yeah, Pennsylvania was not in yet yeah. at that point. So for, just, for those just joining about this, we, we asked our listeners to nickname themselves, mm-hmm. and we had three suggestions bozos junkies and suckers and we also asked for you know the comments with your own ideas as mm-hmm. well we got a couple um some of the uh uh frozen, frozen cusser uh, had roustabouts yeah uh uh barry spath said clarabelles which yeah. is very cute um <laughs> jeff e packers fans do you know who the Sh- original shots Cl- fired uh chicago bears yeah. do you know who the original clarabelle was who um, Rita Moreno. Yes. No, Lawrence Fishburne. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, the uh, weather guy for the Today Show. Not Al Roker, but the one before him. Willard Scott. Oh, Willard, Willard Scott. Scott. Well, yes. he, was, he was the original McDonald's clown, I yeah, thought. Yeah, and the original Clarabelle. Wow. Oh, maybe he wasn't the original McDonald's clown. Maybe I'm just confusing it with Clarabelle the clown. Hmm. I can't remember. But I, for some reason, I thought he was a McDonald's clown, too. But maybe, I don't know. It wasn't. 
If only there was a c- computer nearby while Jimmy's talking that I could check that. So, but a real bummer. He's got it on his poll. Uh, so the results are in. Yeah. And who is the winner? Should we go drum roll? Drum roll, please. The winner is Bozos, everybody. Bozos oh, are who are, are listening. We are, have Bozos listening. Um, I actually like Bozos a lot. I like it a lot, too. I think it's going it, to do well. Uh, I, I don't not like it. Um, I'm, I, I, I bring it up now for you know obvious reasons, but also because I was looking for a Bozo who wrote in a while ago <laughs> who suggested a junk that I will be, perf- I will be presenting. That's just funny later. to hear. <laughs> I'm sorry. The a, first bozo, time we, a bozo wrote in. Yes, exactly. Here we go. Back. Here we go, guys. That's great. Today is the first day of the rest oh, of our podcast. That's great. <laughs> I write you bozos. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I, I like it. it. I like it too. Yeah. Winner, winner. Uh, do we have a, a Willard Scott response? Um, according to Wikipedia, uh, it looks to me like he in did uh, did in fact create. Ronald McDonald, the hamburger happy clown yeah, character. But, but not oh. clear about. And this says that he uh, portrayed Bozo in Bozo's Circus. Did he Speaking portray Bozo, Bozo as well? Doesn't say anything about Clarabelle, though. But then if you if you Google Willard Scott Clarabelle, there are people that say, oh, he played the original Clarabelle. But no. the wiki doesn't say anything. Bozo the Clown, though. Played Bozo the Clown on the weekday show Bozo's Circus. Then do I have... He's not the original Bozo. You were right about that. Larry guy. Harmon. Larry Harmon, yeah. But yeah. do I? But do I have? Is it Captain Kangaroo who played Carabelle? Clarabelle? Well, let's go Bob to Keeshan? the interweb and find out. Bob Keeshan? I know it wasn't Mister Green Jeans. Clarabelle would also spray fellow castmate on oh, Buffalo Bob Simpson. Three actors played Clarabelle: Bob Keeshan. Okay, there it is. There it is. Who later became Captain Kangaroo? Uh, he was succeeded by Robert Nick Nicholson who also played the character of Jay Cornelius Cobb on the Howdy Doody show, mm. and then Lou Anderson. So, yeah. Bob Keeshan, who became Captain Kangaroo, was one of the, uh, was, looks to me like the original Clarabelle. Do y'all remember when Captain Kangaroo permed his hair? Mm-mm. Oh, it was horrible. He always had that somewhat uh, Cousin Oliver cut from the Brady Bunch. Like a bowl cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one day he comes on, much like when Bob Barker came on without dyeing his hair, Bob Keeshan comes on with a fro. <laughs> what <laughs> is going on? It's curly. It's poofy. It's still the same cut, though. Then he just kind of walks on on set like nothing. Like, like nothing's hey, wrong. Here, here I am, Nothing guys. happened. Doesn't address it. And Is it because he was going for that? Super shitty seventies look. I think so. Yeah, I think that was he recently was. divorced or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> trying his new chapter in his life. Uh-huh. That could be it. I'm going. I'm going through my fro phase. Yeah, my I saw fro phase. <laughs> I saw two amazing fros here in the city the other day. One was so amazing that I had to stop the woman and I. I I, I, I asked her. I said, "Look, I'm going to ask you an inappropriate question." You didn't ask to touch it, did you? I didn't ask to touch oh, it. Good. I said. <laughs> Do you guys all have those? <laughs> no. I didn't ask, does the carpet match the drapes either? <laughs> I asked if it was real or a wig. Uh-huh. And she went, oh, baby, it's real. Uh-huh. And I said, then I'm astonished. It's fantastic. She First off, she was gorgeous. She was probably six foot tall, um, just stunningly attractive. But she had this perfectly round, I would say, 
foot and a half afro. Jesus oh, Christ. Nice. Just, so, it looked like uh, dandelion. Looked right, like, right. It was it just, and it was stunning. Just stunning. Did you go up behind her and go, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I felt <laughs> I'd already. See, that's I, how you could, you, you didn't have to ask if it was real. Yeah. You just blow on it, and if it like all faded away like right. a dandelion yeah. did, then you would go, fake. I mean, I'm sure she was beautiful, but you know, she's beautiful until you sit behind her at a movie theater. <laughs> that's true. That's and true. Then she's like, fuck this bitch. Yeah. yeah. And the other guy was um, at a grocery store, uh, one of the uh, courtesy clerk guys. Uh, but he had, his was a smaller fro, but he had done something I'd never seen. He had braids, braided the front, like the tight cornrows on the mm-hmm. front and the sides. Mm-hmm. And the back was froed out like a fishtail, like a boat going through the water. <laughs> and it was like that. And then it was kind of... Variga- variegating shades of color through it. Oh wow! I was like, dude, you, your hair rocks. He's like, thank you, man. Thank you very much. And I'm completely jealous. And he laughed. And I'm like, yeah. But it was gorgeous. I mean, it was like, I, I, if I had hair, I would do something like that. Maybe he wasn't finished. Couldn't that oh. could well be either way. Maybe yeah. he was going all all braids, or ah. he was getting rid of the braids ah, and yeah. going all fro yeah. with color. He's and doing he just, it in stages. He just, yeah, or started last night and realized he had well, to get to bed because he had to work the next day. And one know, of our coworkers it says point. it takes like six hours to do his hair. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, oh He's no. He's so happy we mentioned him. Yes. I'll bleep that out. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Does it have as many toys as our cats have? No. Okay. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Is this the cat you got from the almost dead lady? <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's not how I would tell the story. Okay. But, um, <laughs> the wife has a friend who is 101 years young. Right. Uh, and <clears throat> let's just call her Ellen. Right, okay. because that's her name. Okay. Oh, she's not a listener. Okay. Are you and, yet? And uh, she's not a bozo. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that I know of. All right, but um, it, it's it's a little bit unclear. Um, she she's a hundred one. Mm-hmm. She up until very recently lived completely on her own, autonomously. One would say nothing physically wrong with her other than the wear and tear of 101 years but uh, uh, experiencing a little bit of dementia Mm -hmm. here and there and starting to you know kind of just on a daily not really be able to take care of herself you know but literally in terms of her blood pressure and her heart and her lungs and all of those things that just eventually stop working at a certain point for most of us way before then still working just fine um but experiencing a little bit of dementia here and there. And the long story long is that she ended up in the hospital. And once she was finally in the hospital, they weren't going to release her to go back home until she had 24-hour care to be able to take care of herself because there's some of this dementia stuff and there's some mental right. stuff going on. And so the hospital said, well, you we, we'll send you to the nursing home and she didn't want to go to the nursing home and who can blame her. But at the same time, she's the one who called the hospital in the first place. And anyway, the, she has a cat. Cat's name is Princess. 
because you know that's what you do. Is it princess something? Is it like princess? Just, nope, princess. Okay. Cute little face on the cat, and it's you know it's fine. It's yeah. a cat, it's cat as far as cats go. It's and, not a uh, dog. <laughs> no, it's not a dog. Oh. RJ. It's not a dog. Oh, I just, I, I'm pointing out a fact. Just, just go ahead and put just a little dusting of salt on that. <laughs> as you do. Um, but at a certain point, the cat was being uh, visited by a couple people, including mm-hmm. the wife, because she, she's a friend. They're not making any kind of... Um, the wife, your wife. My wife. Yes. Yeah. Not the my cat's wife, wife. Or, or, or Ellen's wife. No, not Ellen's wife. Yeah. Although that would be um, fantastic be if it was. You know, Ellen doesn't have, it's, this sounds, I mean, she didn't have any kids. She mm. was married three different times and outlived all three of her wow. husbands. But she didn't have any kids or anything. She doesn't have, she never had any brothers and sisters. And so essentially she just outlived everyone. Wow. So she just doesn't have anybody everything's in a trust that's kind of taking care of all of these decisions and everything but anyway a couple of friends from the neighborhood would go and kind of look after the cat but after about a week of the cat being by itself my wife was like i should we bring the cat home is the cat just gonna live by itself and i did feel bad i thought but wait well while the cat was living by itself somebody was somebody was still showing up to feed yeah, there and, were a couple and different do, people that okay he's going over to feed it and, and this sure is in the free. community that your wife works at yes okay. correct yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's a it's a 55 and older yes community um which my mother-in-law lives yeah, in grandma nine toes yeah, right? i did there. not know that that's yes. fantastic yeah, yeah. she, she yeah. knows she run knows into each other all the time all the time so anyway, the the long story long is that uh, we we went and and about uh, must have been it's been several days ago, went and picked up the cat mm-hmm. who was more than happy to hop in the little box mm-hmm. and like take a little ride until it got to our house and <laughs> went the fuck, fuck is this, this place <laughs> yeah. this is not where I thought we were going, um, but now but sp- spent a couple days. Um, acclimating uh, underneath the couch, okay. sure. Pretty acclimating much. underneath and the couch, acclimating as it. one does. Yeah, but now it's out and about. You know, drinking water from dirty dishes in the sink and <laughs> doing all of the things that that the cats do in, in the middle of the especially night. especially when it lived by itself for like a week. Yeah, had to it be got resourceful. To do whatever it wanted, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's not used to, let's say. Teenagers who have drum sets oh, that are set up in the garage and practice drumming once a day. Oh, and God. People who play guitar with distortion pedals. Uh-huh. And, you know, a, a 19 year old who comes and goes in the middle of the night, uh-huh. you know. And uh, <laughs> so it's getting a little more activity than it's used to, I think. But yeah. the one thing that I have vowed is that I'm not going to call this cat princess. What? Good. You're not going to call it princess? No. What are you going to call it? Well, first of all, cat. Don't know their names because they're dumb. I like cats as much as the next guy likes cats, but they don't. If I say princess, or if I say fuck face, or if I say cat, it's all the same thing, right? So, what are you going to call her? Cat. You're going to call her cat. Yeah, because I don't even know. The ultimate goal is to have Ellen back in her house with right. somebody there to take care of her. Right. right. She does not know that we have the cat. Sure. She misses the cat. All she wants is the cat. And so, ultimately, if she ends up going back home, the cat's going back home. So, I also don't want to necessarily go, oh, we should rename the cat and embrace it. It may not even be mine right. a couple of weeks from now. But I, I temporarily have a cat. We'll call it cat. 
but it's kind of you know it's sweet. It's isn't got that a cute what happened? Face. With, isn't that what happened with your thing number two though? You thought you'd have it like for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that happened with thing number one. Okay, when he went right. away to school, <laughs> and then he came back like a little lost cat. Yeah. Asking for food again. It's funny. We just called him child. For a place to sleep. Child. <laughs> yeah. Growing up. Um, Kid. Kid. We had dogs and the occasional cat. And we had good dog names for a while. Like we had we had uh, brother and sister dachshunds named Gretchen and Gaylord. Oh, Gretchen and Gaylord. Yeah. Wow. Great names. Cute yeah. name for dachshunds. Great yeah. names. <laughs> um, we had a... What was Marmaduke? A great, it was great a great name. name. Yeah. Uh-huh. This was a, but he was a furry one. It wasn't like the, oh. yeah. And he was named Duke. Yeah. Yes. Great name. Great name yeah. for a big dog. Yeah. yeah. And then Tiny would be a great name for a big dog. Yeah. yeah. Slim. Slim. But, <laughs> and then after the D I V O R C E, um, <laughs> and the new, the new woman of the house, uh, took her devilish grip on, my father, um, oh. his name changing sensibilities went right out the fucking window. So she, we, they got a cat and a dog. I'll give you three guesses on each what they were named. Well, uh, can, you, can you give us a range of some sort? Uh, creative or not creative? Creatively uncreative. Okay, so I'm going to say the, the cat was named Dog and the dog was named Cat. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> Chicken. The cat was named C-A-T. C-A-T. And uh, the dog was named? D-O-G. D-O-G. I, I know somebody who has a dog named D-O-G, but he literally spells it D-E-E-O-G-I-E. D-O-G. Yeah. yeah. D-O-G. Yeah. Doji. Like, Doji. 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 Like the letters, no, 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 I, I get it, no, but like, just, but just, yeah, you like, just, I get it, just it just say, doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. D-O-G. C A and C A T. Yeah. C A T and D O G. Um when we first moved here, um and I think it was Antonio who was uh one of the bungee warriors in the show. He he had a newborn son, not newborn, but like just at the age where he started speaking and they got him a pet. And they asked him what he wanted to name the dog. And the kid, without batting an eye, Steve. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's impressive for like a four-year-old <laughs> to want to call their dog Steve. We had a miniature poodle. We always, I don't think we ever set out to get a pet, but we had pets. It, it would be, oh, so-and-so doesn't, you know, moved and can't take their dog. And so we end right. up with their dog and, you know, or or so-and-so found a cat and it looks like its leg is broken and took it to the vet. And the vet said, well, we'll fix it, but the cat's yours after that, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but we did have a miniature, I don't know how miniature, but it was a small poodle, not a standard poodle. And its name was Josh. Josh. <laughs> Joshua. That's exactly what happened to me here. It's <laughs> um, a weird name for a poodle. <laughs> yeah, Josh. It's Josh. Paul DeBeck and his girlfriend at the time went to take her dog to the dog park. And there was this miniature dachshund who was there by itself. Nobody was playing with it. No owner, nothing. They hung out with it for a second. It was timid. It was under the, it was under the bench. And... Um, they picked it up and they left a note on the fence and took it to a vet to see if it was scanned. And the vet scanned it and said, yeah, it's got a chip, but the chip's been erased. Mm. Hmm. So obviously somebody abandoned it there. So he brings it. I mean, if you're going to abandon a dog, a dog park's a good place to yeah. do it. But yeah. erasing your chip, I don't get that. Right. 
They took what, like in Fight Club, when they go to the video store, those big magnets. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's where it. they erase oh. all the video. They, they, yeah, just took a, they just took a big magnet, electro magnet. And Paul, that'll show him. Paul is a British citizen, and Paul was just staying with me for a couple of weeks, and he brings this dog home with home with him oh to my house and uh i'm like so what are you gonna well, we're gonna keep it and see if anybody claims it and stuff i'm like okay great nobody's Day. gonna claim it the chips yeah. erased days approaching that he's gonna be leaving i'm like hey what you gonna do with that dog he's like well i think we should you know hold on to it for a little longer and just i said oh great is is and i, I can't i'm not gonna use her name is is she gonna take it to her house no i mean you need you, you love her you should you should take her and i'm like mm. I'm not ready for a relationship with a dog, mm-hmm. especially a dog that doesn't like me <laughs> because this dog was in a household where obviously a man did something to her because it would not come anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. Fine. And I'm, I'm usually the dog whisperer. Like all dogs love me. This mm-hmm. dog wanted nothing to do with me. And then he named it Olive. 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 <laughs> look olive. At the look on RJ's face when he says the word yeah. Olive. It's kind of a sweet name. Yeah, I because it was like, I love you. Uh, knock knock. Uh-huh. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Who? Dog. Who? Yeah. So I D-O-G-U relent. Dog. You too. Yeah. I relent, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out. Uh-huh. I'm gonna try it out. It's and a wiener dog. It's a wiener dog. It's a long-haired wiener dog. Uh-huh. Yeah, miniature long-haired wiener dog. Yeah. With only one eye. I mean, if you're going to have a dog, you, yeah. RJ. It's got to be a small dog. Especially at this time, yeah. when you were double the size that you are now. Yeah. A little long-haired wiener dog course, is the way the to go. Of course. And Olive was a great dog. I mean, a, a lot of, like, uh, I used to take Olive over to play with Brett's, Brett's dachshunds. Oh, uh, yes. They loved each other. Mm. Great fun. Um, Olive was not the name that I, 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 I changed her name to Sammy Davis Jr. Jr. <laughs> Because she was black, she only had one eye. Jewish. I think she was Jewish. Yeah, she. But she converted. Yeah. So when they scanned her, the vet's saying, "Yeah, she's probably about like you know year and a half, two years old." Mm-hmm. Okay, great, fine, whatever. Yada yada yada. I come home one night. Um, this is what this is after I moved from the big house to the small condo-ish loft five, mm-hmm. and she would always run to the door to greet me, mm. and. This night, she didn't run to the gore. She's down the hallway. And I'm like, what's up, Olive? And she kind of lumbers to me, and then she just falls over. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, God. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and then this is why I don't get pets anymore, because I can't deal with that shit. Yeah. Wait. Di- okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you telling me that the dog just died Killed right there? Overnight? No, the dog didn't just die right there, but the dog was suffering. Oh, my and God. And so I called the emergency, because I was out. Uh, in Henderson, they have a, a emergency twenty four hour vet there that was actually my regular vet, and I called. They said bring her in. So I bring her in, and uh, she had a, a stroke. Mm-hmm. Come to find out after all the tests, the doctor's like, "Oh no, she's actually like thirteen years old." I'm wow. Like, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. That's what happens to dogs. Did and, did they cut her open and count the rings? Is that uh, how yeah, they know? exactly how they do it. They <laughs> put her on the bandsaw, slice her in half. Um, <laughs> But he, I'm trying to lighten it up a little bit. I mean, yeah, I thought I actually this is how dark that I am. Not how dark, but this is what I think of you. About halfway through this story, you you started to say, I mean, now and Olive is a you know Olive was a fine dog, and I was like, this motherfucker, this is a setup. I know it is. This is a setup for some big, huge, long con. This is a joke. 
And instead, it's the setup is that is Olive that, keeled over is and it, had a stroke. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it not a long con? I don't, I don't know. Maybe because <laughs> you don't know the end out. of the story. I, not yet. Keep going, did you sorry. enjoy lunch? <laughs> um, so <laughs> we're at the vet, and the vet's like, you know, I mean, we could treat her, and and you have options. And I wish this was a visual aid as opposed to a podcast because he's saying, look, you can euthanize, or there are surgical options we can do. And as he's telling me this, he's shaking his head side to side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Because no, uh-huh. he knew I wouldn't be able to make the decision. Yeah. And I took his hint and we had her put down. And afterwards he said, yeah, I, I, I mean, I know your history with this dog. I didn't think he'd want to sink that much money into this dog. Yeah. Which he was right because I only had it for like a year and a half. Yeah. Well, regardless of a year and a half too, uh, all, all of that is... The dog is old. It's going to go through surgery. Maybe things help. Maybe things don't help. The quality of life right. for you, the quality of life for the dog, the amount right. of effort it's going to go into it. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a terrible decision to have to make for anybody at that point. But, sure. Yeah. 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 But it's the same decision I made with my mom, so it was fine. <laughs> it's funny, though. We don't do that with humans. I had this conversation, actually. We've, we've put a, a couple of pets down in the last couple of years, and... You know, we we have, I feel like, better judgment and and more kind of forethought and humanity that we're allowed with pets sometimes than we are with humans. Yeah, you like know? especially with euthanization. That's what I mean. Yeah. Sure, you think? I, I yeah, I mean. <laughs> I know it's a human life and, you know, people can make their own decisions about certain things and, you know, the do not resuscitate orders and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But there's a certain point where people become incapacitated and you go like, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm the, the practicality in, in my brain kind of kicks in and I just go like, it's, this is not, you know, I cannot imagine living in that state and or having people take care of me yeah. in a state that's going to require all of that. Just I have like, two friends. Fine, just let me go. You know? right. I have two friends, both of which you know, who are under orders. I, there's, they have my medical needs in tow. Yeah. And they're like, do DNR. And also, if I get to a point where I can't do my job anymore, um, physically, bullet in my fucking head. Mm-hmm. See, I don't have a DNR. I have a GNR. So that you know, Which when, when I'm like, like they you're just, in the jungle, baby. Send me to the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. So take me down to Paradise City. <laughs> GNR. Oh my god, <laughs> it took me forever. I feel put the bullet in my head. It's, now's the time, gentlemen. Ooh, I think you've lost your funny bone. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, nice reference. Nice reference. These rolls. Did I tell you the story about these rolls? My grandpa's favorite dessert. Yeah. He would take these rolls. He would take a big, tall glass, like probably three inches taller than the glasses you have in front of you. Uh huh. Tear them up, put them in the glass, sprinkle some sugar over it, and pour milk over it. Ugh. And then he'd pop his uppers and his lowers out, <laughs> sit them on the dinner table, and <laughs> eat them with a spoon. <laughs> gum it down. Yep. Oh, <laughs> that was his favorite dessert. Ugh. Bread, like poor man's bread pudding. Yep, sugar absolutely. rolls. Absolutely. <laughs> Milky sugar rolls. Milky sugar rolls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, him popping his uppers and his lowers out at the dinner table was 
always the stuff of legend because nobody would believe you uh-huh. until they saw it happen. Oh, man. And it used to be, it, I remember being at the kids' table at family holidays and stuff, and we'd all be waiting, when's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? Is he, he going to do it now? And we'd wait, and we'd wait, and we'd wait, because <laughs> we all wanted to go over and play with his teeth. Oh. oh. No, you don't. No, yes, you do. No, you don't. You don't tell me of- that you put his fake teeth in your mouth and of pretend course. like your grandpa. Oh, that's so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Of course that you did. So gross. <laughs> it's the grossest. <laughs> uh, unless, unless he had fixident in there, like if he had remnants of fixident in there, we just stick him to our finger and our thumb oh, and do this okay. and like, that yeah, that's see. okay. That's and like eat bad. stuff off the table. <laughs> that's still I, pretty I, gross. I, 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 it's still I. pretty gross, but that's okay. Not in your own mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it happens more that. than once. Yeah, fuck that. There's nothing. Regardless, there's got to be nothing more gross than a grandpa's mouth, just to begin with. Um, I I watched a, a TikTok video of this woman who it, it was supposed to be her video to show that she could eat with her pop on veneers on. Oh yeah, and I guess this was the first take. <laughs> and she posted on her TikTok and not the one that she sent to the pop on veneers place. Oh god, because she bites into an apple, oh. and then it just starts to chew. And she's holding the apple. You look over, and her entire it's, upper it's veneer there. is stuck in the apple. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was just great. That's wrong. And right in so I many know. ways. In I, so many ways. I, uh, I deleted TikTok off of my phone. Good for you. Good. You don't want the Chinese looking at your stuff? Yeah, I just don't. I have one TikTok. I have an account. I made it so that I could make a funny video about shaving my beard off when we were done with the pandy and went back to work what about a beard two years that ago. Was. God, that was great. It was beard. pretty spectacular. And I only grew it for half the amount of time. That I was know. only six months, and it was still beautiful. That's, you know that's the photo on my phone of you. Yeah. And then uh, I got on a roll. Speaking of rolls, oh, yeah. speaking of sugary, milky rolls, I got on myself a sugary, milky roll. That's my stripper name, by the way. Sugary, milky roll? Yeah. Milky roll. <laughs> stage six. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. Sugary, milky roll. Let me see that milky roll. Um, and I, the only thing I've been using Facebook, I think I told you about this, Jim, is for birthdays. So yeah. I'll like look and see if it's somebody's birthday. But I don't go on Facebook and wish them... Happy birthday Neither on Facebook. I. I either give him a call or I give him a text. Same right? here. So what I did was I spent a long morning uh, on the birthday Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can just right. click on when somebody's birthday is. And you can just kind of scroll through uh, all the birthdays past. Yeah. I went through the entire year. And when it came to somebody that I wanted to make sure that I wished them a happy birthday, I would uh, put that birthday in my phone mm-hmm. as a, a yearly repeating event in my calendar mm-hmm. and i've now deleted facebook off of my mm-hmm. phone oh good for you see i do well. that still that's i one of the, you know, the only things i except when i post on instagram now it automatically posts to facebook but i use primarily facebook for birthdays yeah it comes up i go oh i like that person's just text them if i don't have their phone and then it keeps them in my contact list mm-hmm. so. so if you get a call or a text from me mm-hmm. on your birthday mm-hmm. Congratulations, you made the cut. Mm-hmm. There were many, many, many people that I have no interest in wishing them a happy birthday sure. on the mm-hmm. Facebook, uh, the Facebook page there. So I just went, 
deleted it. So you spent 365 days doing this? Like, kind of like you no, went, no, no, went no, through no. the... Well, I, oh, you just kind of went I started through. about a month ago doing this, and oh. I thought, why don't I just do it Oh, all, I see. So, why don't oh, I so go you, like, through the to, entire year? Got it, got it, got it. There were a couple people, though, that uh, that I'm that are not listed on the birthday page that I wanted to know what oh, their right. birthdays were because they just don't have it in yeah, their it about info right, or whatever. Exactly, but yes. when it comes up, it comes up. But that's literally for several months all I've been using it for. I don't post anything. I don't I don't doom scroll on it or I don't do any of that. So I finally was like, well, I just I'll just go through and find all the birthdays that I can find. I'll put them in my phone and then I'll be done with it. So I feels good. I'm I'm noticing a trend with you, Mr. Miles. Cleaning house, baby. What is it? Mm-hmm. The trend is you Deleted TikTok. Yep. Deleted Facebook. Yep. You're not on your phone at work. You're reading. I know. You you were doing those little squares. The little squ- squares. Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, my little Zen tiles. What the fuck yeah. is going on? I I don't know. I I'm not one who feels. I, I don't feel like the. Um, the devices are doom and gloom, like a lot of people feel right. like they are. You know, I don't, I don't have this feeling of all oh, the kids and they're growing up and their faces are in their phones, and their faces are in their tablets, and it's never, they're, it's, it's ruined the world. I don't, I don't have that, but I, I, I'm just having more of a desire to, to learn, more of a desire to kind of focus. Uh, Bring bring things into a smaller focus, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I will say every day I start my day with uh, the NPR Daily Podcast, mm-hmm. the Up First, which basically is three news stories, what's going on with the world. Yeah. It's all fucking doom and gloom. It's yeah. all earthquakes and spy balloons and the GOP and the this and the that and whatever. And it, it it's fine. But I... At least I feel a little bit in touch. Mm-hmm. But then beyond that, I just don't... There's no... No good for me can come from having all of this information and knowing you know, what this person's doing on, on TikTok or what this person posts on Facebook or this... But I, I don't know. I, I'm, again, it's not... I don't. I don't see it as you know. Oh, it's ruining people, or it's ruining the world. You I just, just don't need it. Personally, I'm finding myself in a better mental place when I'm more just kind of focused on on kind of what's in front of me and 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 not worrying about this. Uh, once I once I've decided that I'm not missing out on anything. I think a lot of people have this feeling of if they're not connected to it, it's FOMO, right? And I think it's real, that fear of missing mm-hmm. out. It's, well, what if, I, what if I don't show up to this party and something amazing happens? Or what mm-hmm. if I don't, you know, what if I don't log on to Facebook and there's something important that somebody posted? Or, you know, what if I forget about this? And then I've started going, yeah, no, nah, I don't, none of that matters. You know, if it's important enough, so I'll I'll know. I I'm, I'm liking where you're going with this. It's putting me in a very it's it putting me in a a better mental place, and I th- I'm I'm starting to uh, I'm starting to think more about kind of the direction that I am am f- focusing my energy in the direction I'm going. Because I will say that a couple months ago when it started, yeah, 
I took it as you being incredibly standoffish in the dressing room. I'm, I'm sure it feels that way, yeah. It feels that way. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Um, but I can see where you're going with it. Because, I, I mean, I, I'm not phone-free yet because I have to have my puzzles between shows. Mm-hmm. My routine is I do the mini crossword, the Xbox, and then the big crossword. And I have to finish it in the 35, 40 minutes we have between shows. It's just what I have to do. But I, I, can, I can see myself kind of trying to go your way. Yeah. I'm still guilty of it. You know, I, I won't lie. F- first thing in the morning, I, I do have a routine of kind of opening up my email and deleting all the junk mail and yep. seeing what the email is. And then I will, I'll, I'll open up Twitter just for a curiosity. That, that's more so that I've kind of, there's like some comedians I follow that I think are kind of funny right. or um, not necessarily kind of world news related or anything like that. Um, and I, I do enjoy opening up Instagram and friends that I follow, seeing pictures and, you know, interesting things. But once, once I, once it happens kind of once a day, I'm trying to just kind of let it go for the rest of the day. You know, it's hard because it's an easy time killer. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, so what I'm trying to do is somebody asked me the other day, do you just read at work? And I said, no, I'll read at home a little bit or read at night. But it's more so, you know, there's a, a half an hour between when I get home during the afternoon and when I need to get ready to go to work and I want to kill that half hour. And instead of picking up the device and putting my face in the device and scrolling aimlessly for an, for, an, for a half hour, mm-hmm. and then I'll just go like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to pick up a book, right? Um and then when I come home at night, sometimes I'll read, sometimes I'll throw on Sports Center and like see some sports highlights right. or you know if I'm watching a documentary series, watch a little bit of that, you know, before I go to bed or whatever. But I, I don't know, I just I'm also trying to uh just I'm trying not to I spend a lot of my time chiming in when I had no business chiming into a conversation or talking shit about shit that I don't know shit about, right? And so I'm trying more so to go, oh, it's just not my turn to talk right now. So if I don't know what we're talking about, I'm not going to chime in unless somebody asks me my opinion or maybe I do have an opinion or maybe I can offer some help or, or whatever. But, you know, just, I don't know. Are you know. trying to lead by example? Well, I don't know. It's all because it's, it's not working. No, I just want you to know it's not working. Not no, it's also not. You know, I, I also I'm not trying to overthink of it. It's not this huge conscious turn of you know trying to you know trying to change my life or turn my life around. It's just trying to kind of clean up the clutter a little bit. You know, like it, in in my living space, literally cleaning up the clutter, but then also in the brain, just kind of yeah. decluttering You're a Marie Contiing your brain. I am. If it's not bringing me joy, I'm fucking throwing it away. I, I'm, not, I'm not deleting anything right now, although I don't do Facebook at all. I don't, I don't look at Facebook. Yeah. I, I did delete the app and still have the account, and then I kind of put it back on for some reason, but, so, but I'm still not looking at it, but I'm like very much cu- curating, especially my TikTok, to only... Brazilian girls who are doing yoga and thongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. all well, I got I going mean, on. What else are you going to use it for? I know. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm, I, I feel like I'm laser focusing that way. Because you're interested in yoga. I'm interested in yoga. And you want to learn and Brazil. Health, yes. yes. Obrigado, yes. Yeah, come on. Don't be weirdos out no. there. No, yeah. no. No, I, I, I know. I, I, again, it's not, it's, it's, 
it comes off as some kind of holier than thou thing and it has very little to do with that and more to do with i i've just started to realize how uh, i i'm not even necessarily accomplishing a whole bunch more than i would have if i don't have my device in my hand right. i just kind of uh, i'm just kind of thinking a little bit clearer and yeah. like feeling a little bit better about yeah you know I, look the world's going to shit. It's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've probably felt that way for 200 years, you know, as a species, every generation. I, I did, speaking of books, I just finished a, a book about the Apollo 8 mission. And yeah. it was interesting because they were talking about 1968 and kind of what was happening that year. And, and I mean, that, that was the year where we lost more people in Vietnam than we had in the years past. And Robert Kennedy was assassinated and Martin mm -hmm. Luther King was assassinated. And, you know, the, the Democratic Convention in Chicago and just mm -hmm. all of this stuff happened. And in December was when the Apollo mission happened. But anyway, it, the, these, all of these astronauts, they were badass, but they all came from this kind of clean cut mm -hmm. generation of military families and West Point and going to church on Sunday mornings and the proper dresses and, you know, it talks about uh, Life magazine following the family and taking all these portraits. And uh, the reporters would kind of sit in their cars outside until the families would come to greet them. And then the families would come in, you know, and now the chaos is growing right. or whatever. But every generation was probably felt like, oh, it was a simpler time and now things are falling apart. Right. And then our generation, well, it's a simpler time. Mm -hmm. So, yes, all that being said, the world is going to shit. Yes. I'm not tuning out. But I am finding that not focusing on a lot of that stuff, you know, the State of the Union was the other night. Mm -hmm. And I'd kind of even, oh, I didn't pay any attention to it, especially in the moment or follow any kind of coverage or listen to it or anything. The only references that I have to the State of the Union are from a couple accounts that I follow on Twitter that I happened to open up this morning that are um, funny lip reading accounts, yeah, oh, yeah. and so they That's do the stuff. like yeah. the funny lip reading videos sure. or whatever. But then, but again, even when somebody's trying to do something funny, you, you click on a tweet, you scroll down two comments, and somebody says like. Oh, that's why you're a fucking Nazi because you think, and I just go, I don't need it. Right. I don't need it. Right. Mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't need it. I, I find myself not quite uh, needing to get rid of the clutter or, or any of that stuff. I'm finding myself trying not to worry or feel guilty about guilty pleasures. Sure. I, Enjoy what I do, but sometimes in the back of my head, I just be like, I should be bettering myself. I should be learning uh, a new skill. I should be doing shit, you know, and stuff like this. And so I start feeling guilty about that. Yeah. And so, like, I'm starting, and it kind of goes with, like, it, it even kind of goes even deeper with that, with, like, with w where I'm working right now. Even at the chicken packing plant, I'm doing the exact same shit every night. And I kind of love it. But I kind of feel guilty that I love it because I see a lot of my friends who are creating shit, who are writing stuff down, who are like producing, yeah. who are constantly idea, they're idea men and women, you know, they're like constantly, my wife is this way. My wife is like, she, she complained that, you know, you know, people ask her, um, how do you find inspiration? How do you like, you know, you know, get, you know, cre uh, go past a creative block? And she's like, 
I've never had a creative block. If anything, I have a creative volcano going on in my, the problem is I just don't, there's not enough, you know, hours in the day to get it all done. Like, how do I prioritize it? And I'm not like that. I love my job. I love doing it the same every night with like little weird, you know, uh, variables being thrown at me from audience members heckling or whatever bullshit that is. I that, that's enough for me. But then I go to myself. It's like, wow, I really should be like, I should be like, you know, kind of freelancing more, right? Because that's because I see all my friends who are freelancing and they just like are constantly like, you know, creating stuff and doing this. Mm-hmm. And same thing with social media. It's just like, oh, I'm looking at this and it's just like for some reason it's it's like scratching an itch. But I'm just like, man, I should put this down. But I don't want to because I want to look at it. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't bring me down. What brings me down is thinking that it should be bringing me down. And it's not. And it's not. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I for for me, I'm I'm trying to. I'm I'm trying to look kind of uh, big picture and ultimately, let's say, uh, uh, on a five year plan, where do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? Right, mm-hmm. I, and which I don't know mm-hmm. at this point. But I I would like to have a whole bunch of little irons in the fire mm-hmm. as opposed to having one iron. Right, diversify your portfolio. Yes, yes. yes. Like right right now. As a performer, as, uh, as a career, mm-hmm. I have one big iron in the fire, mm-hmm. and then you know a couple little ones here and there. Yes, but I would love to get to the point where I have, whether it's with performing or whatever th- the next step is, mm-hmm. but just have a whole bunch of kind of small fires that are going all at the same time yeah. tend to this one this one is getting bigger so let, let you know let's add some fuel to that one yeah. it's starting to die out let's try this over here you know yeah and you know a bunch of different revenues coming in you know mm-hmm. a bunch a bunch of different things but but i but i don't know what they are i don't know what it is and so that's kind of why i'm trying to go let's let's spend a little more time kind of in thought and not not aimlessly wandering down the internet and mm-hmm. just, you know just change it up just let's, do something a, let's else. erase the board and see what happens yeah mm-hmm. shake that etch-a-sketch a little bit I'm, I'm also thinking a little bit about i have a really good friend who has who works for um, a great organization in town called the just one project which started um kind of as a it's it's Simply put, it's food distribution for people that that uh, either can't afford it or can't get out and have food. And they have a food grocery where people where um, people can come shop, or they have food delivery or whatever. And so I'm kind of trying to figure out a, a routine to volunteer, mm, and, that's good. and as a part of that, you know, and just focus. Not again, everything that I've been saying is sounds like I'm focusing on me, but also, but also, I'm just trying to kind of. Just again, like do something different and focus on other, just other things, new well, things. It's it's good that you brought that up because I received an email from not a bozo, but okay. a mutual friend, okay, Faustino. Oh yes, um, who is doing the read to kids in school thing at his school because he's a school teacher. Fun. And he asked me if I wanted to read to kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, absolutely. I'm yeah. opposed to you guys too. If you guys are interested, I have the information. Is that here in town? Yeah. I've done. I've done this. Yeah, I mean, I've done it too. I I, I read. It was uh, when when my thing was in kindergarten, and uh, they invited me in uh, to read, and I chose the book. The oh shoot, I'm forgetting the title exactly, but it's uh, Old Yeller. Uh, the uh, the book, like the book with no pictures. Yeah, 
It's a children's book with no pictures, but like it's it's written by B.J. Novak from The Office, oh, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. and it's all it's like storytelling, but like the words that are written in are like written in uh in in a style where you know how you're supposed to read them right based on like the font size and like all bold and like really small letters for whispering and things like that and it's super funny and super fun it's a brilliant idea and yeah it was a lot of fun to do that yeah i'm having difficulty figuring out which book i want to read you should read that one man well i thought okay i'll look that up because i was going to do like dr seuss 1984 would be a good one. Yeah, would be a good one. Dark 451 would be a good one. I think I have decided, though. Go the fuck to sleep. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, It's public school or private? Yeah, it's public. Make sure you send me that uh, book link. How about everybody poops? I'll give you the book. Or everyone poops or everything poops. Everyone poops is a good one, too. Everybody poops. Oh, I... I don't know. I wonder. I think I only have like really thirty-five good, minutes. Some really good classics. Uh, Everybody poops is a good one. Uh, if you give a moose a muffin, there's a whole series. If you yeah. give a mouse a cookie, and if you give a moose a muffin, and that's if you give a moose a muffin is is a is kind of a book form of. There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. Yeah. There's a flea on the wing on the. When I was a kid, and we had people come read to us, which was very few and far between. One of my one of the ones that stands out most was uh, one of the moms came in and read Shel Silverstein to us. Oh yeah. yeah! So I was thinking, you know, because not enough. I mean, not enough people know, remember Shel. You know, especially kids these days. Yeah, have no idea. I think it, it, you know the Giving Tree. Yeah, give them something like that. Where the sidewalk is yeah. filled with great poetry. Oh, sure. It's beautiful yeah. stuff. So anyway, what he wrote the lyrics to something? What was the song that he wrote the lyrics to? Who knew? If I only had a handheld computer he wrote, uh, let, me, let me think about this for a second while you look it up. It's, it's, um, shoot. Shell Silverstein. I want to say it's a, it's a country song or it's a, it's a, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, no, my it's God. Not. No, it's not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I know, right? It's You I, are so close. It's, it's like ridiculous. a funny country song or something like that. You ready? Or or, or like a country rap. Would you like to know the artist? <laughs> ah, so he wrote it, but he didn't sing no, he wrote it. The, he wrote the okay. song. He wrote the yeah. lyrics. To, okay. The artist is Johnny Cash. Oh, boy. Uh, is, is it uh, uh, I've Been Everywhere? No, no, no. What is it? A Boy Named Sue. A Boy Named Sue. Oh, right. Yes. Of course, of course. I had no idea. That is fantastic. Yes, yes, yes exactly yeah. right. I'm going to name him Bill or Ted or Tom. Anything, Anything but Sue. Sue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wrote the lyrics to, yeah. Boy oh, that's great. I, I, I'm particularly fond of Jimmy Jett and his TV set. That was very close to my heart. I don't know that book. No, that's not a book. It's, oh. it's one of the. It's it's either in where the sidewalk ends or oh, it's, oh, one, of the, it's oh, one of the poems in one of the poems. Uh, sidewalk ends or uh, lighthouse light light in the was it light in the attic light, light in the attic light yeah. in the attic yeah yeah because uh, it's about this boy who watches television too much uh-huh. which was me mm-hmm. named yeah. Jimmy which was mm-hmm. me and he turned his head turned into oh, right. a TV set. I remember this one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He watched it so much that he just became a television. You know, it's funny is that you 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 relate to that character in that book so much. You know what his mom's name was? <laughs> Nadia. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> right. uh-huh. Sorry, I tried for the third. It didn't work. God damn it. <laughs> we had a, 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 a now I rem- that you say that I 
one of my earliest performances, which would have been, um, you know, kindergarten or first grade or something like that for the for the school, probably with kindergarten play. Um, we did we did this. Do you know the song Hats? Hats. Dun, 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 dun. We're made for your head. Dun, 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 dun. Like when it's cold outside or when it's warm in bed. Anyway. Uh, Not familiar. I, nope. I, I'm sure it's out there. Spotify that. So, somebody Shazam that and tell me what. Anyway, I had, a, I had a, this character that I did during hats where I wore a bunch of hats. And then... The other thing that I remember, which what made me think about that, is as part of that, um, I did I did a, one of the Shel Silverstein poems, uh-huh. and I was trying now to remember which one it was, but I remember doing you know my lines in the little school play uh-huh. it was a funny Shel Silverstein poem. It would it would not have been. Uh, Damn, man. Maybe I'll have, to, I'll have to go home and look at one of the books and, and bring it up next time or whatever. You got hats? <laughs> hats were made for your head. How long is this video in total? 72 minutes. <laughs> this is very similar to what I just did. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. We'll put the link up for this because you have to see the choreography. They sound pretty good. Big ending to this song. Chocolate, anything. <laughs> I can't believe I remember this. <laughs> Ask me the middle name of my second child, and I forget sometimes. <laughs> but but man, I can remember you know the half bridge. the lyrics. You know the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I know the big ending. <laughs> To the fucking song that I sang when I was in kindergarten. Oh my god, that's great! Oh my gosh, <laughs> um, gentlemen. It's like who the fuck like said like a songwriter going around. It's like oh, I gotta write another fucking song. Uh, write a song about a hat. All right, hats. Uh, the songwriter was um, <clears throat> H. Beebe. I mean, yeah, it's a, a bit on a bit on the nose. Would you like to hear the? Is it Hat Beebe? It was a hit. Would you like to hear the Boys Choir of Dubna, <laughs> Russia, sing it? No, not at all. That was plenty. That's, I mean, what we just heard probably sounded very similar to what it sounded like when I was singing it to you know all the can, kids with those. Can I make? Can I make a a, oh a, a request? Mm. Sure. Can we learn that song and do it? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm down. How how do you want to do it? I think we should shoot it as a video uh-huh. and make it a a uh, a uh, bias a cup of coffee view only. Oh my god! <laughs> Hats off to you, bozos. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of videos, oh, gentlemen, we're never we? gonna make it. Never gonna make we're it. Never gonna make no, it. No. True. Too much good discussion. Too much good food. Too much good discussion yeah, to true. get to the junk this it's week. True. 
Yeah, but it was it, I, we had good junk. Yes, I th- we did. Well, if we're not going to get the junk, and Jimmy hasn't said it yet. No, no, no. It, it's We're going to get it. We're going to get to it. Today? What? He just said we don't have time. No, I'm saying I don't think we have time. Oh, I, I'm okay today. Oh, I got... Oh, you got to yeah. go. I got to go. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I like, you know, oh, I got I a heart know. out in like 10 minutes. Didn't know. Yeah. That. We, do we have but, 10 minutes? Uh, it's up to you guys. I, I don't. Do we want to rush it? We don't I mean, have we, to. We need to rush it. We can wait. We can wait. I have we no can wait till next week. And it's actually better because it'll give people uh, more opportunity to actually see the junk because they went almost the entire week without being able That's to true. see it. So please go back to the website if you attempted before and if you haven't. We encourage you to go back to the website and check out our, this week's, uh, actually last week's junk. Yeah. Double junk. Double week junk. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, we did it, boys. We did it. We did it. Great stuff. Good really, stuff. really good stuff. <laughs> for those of you, for those bozos out there. Yeah. Because Jimmy and I do get a lot of emails saying, hey, we love your work. We've seen you this and you that. We don't know a lot about Johnny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today... Filled in those voids. I think we learned yeah. a little bit about me, didn't we? we? I think we Johnny. learned a lot about Johnny today, and I think because of that, we're going to increase our listenership. I oh, agree. well, yeah, yeah. Um, no spoilers, but how did Apollo Eight end? Oh no, uh, we no spoilers. Yeah. Well, you'll have to read the book and find right. out then. <laughs> it's All impossible right. to tell you how something ends without spoiling it. That's <laughs> kind of the definition of spoilers. But yeah, yes. Apollo Eight was the first time we orbited the moon and came back. Uh, with humans, right, mm-hmm. had to do that mission because ultimately we wanted to put a man on the moon, mm-hmm. and we had to test a bunch of systems and rockets and stuff. And one of the ways to do that was to shoot three people out into space uh, on the Apollo Eight mission. Obviously, Apollo Eleven mm-hmm. landed three, uh, two men on the moon with one back in the uh, uh, the lunar module. Uh, not the that lunar guy module. Feels? Well, it's like fucking Neil and goes, Buzz. I know those he goes fuckers. all the way there, and then he has to stay back in the uh, <laughs> back in the second half of the. Do you have any look at looking out the porthole? Spaceship like, going like oh, the only reason they left. Him I'll back be here in when there. you guys get back. Yeah, I know. Have fun. He, well, he had to fly the ship that was gonna you yeah. know come pick him back. Bring up, me back but. a rock or something. What the the funniest thing that it's so goofy, but the funniest thing that stuck with me, um, because the the it, it was. Borman, Lovell, and Anders, and they were um, they were in space for I don't know what it was six days or yeah. something like that, right? And two hundred forty thousand miles away to the moon, and they go around the moon ten times, you know, over a course of several hours, and and then fly back, and they were kind of sleep deprived and whatever. But upon reentry, one of them got motion sickness and threw up in a suit in in the spaceship, oh. and so. And then when they, one of the parachutes that that opened up, it kind of was supposed to tilt them sideways and they were supposed to Uh kind of break the water when they landed, but they ended up landing flat Uh and it jarred everything. Belly flopped. And it threw garbage everywhere. And then they (gasps) turned upside down. Oh, no. no. So finally they write, they, they... Turned them right side up, you know, and they'd been in the, in the capsule for a couple of hours in the water. Again, one of them had gotten sick, or oh. maybe even a couple. And the first guy to open the hatch up, like, opens up the hatch to say hi and was, like, 
like thrown backwards. Oh, and by they the asked sh- him later, like, oh, w- were you just amazed at what you saw? He was like, no, the smell was oh, so bad. God. that I, <laughs> He was like, I've been in the Navy and like I work on this aircraft carrier and I was a rescue <laughs> worker to save the, you know, to get the men from Apollo 8 out and it almost made me sick. Oh my God. That's oh. Just opening the hatch and I was like, just the shit that they went through, man, to go, to go there and back. And on that note, oh, we did it, boys. We did it. I'm going to say, hey, what a great one. If you like what you, if you like what you're hearing too, tell a friend. Yes, tell, please, please tell do. Mm-hmm. Um, I say this to our loyal listeners. Our our what? Our loyal listeners. Our loyal what? Our loyal listeners. Wait. Okay. He's okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. I say this to our loyal listeners. Uh-huh. You now have a name. Okay. That name is Bozo. Yes. Embrace it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cherish it. Spread it around. We love you, Bozos. We do love you, Bozos. Check out two characters in a clown dot com for everything that. This podcast has to offer everything bozo related. Everything bozo related is there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bye, kids. See ya. Love you, boys. Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Enjoy yourself while you're still in the pink. Go by as quickly as a wink. Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Shh, it, shit.